Remind me what I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, dang it. Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff, it's December 10th, 2019, first podcast of the week, and actually a very exciting time right here in San Diego. I love it. I really do, Dave, yeah. and, and it's really funny. Here's here's a little bit of free advice, okay? Here's a little free advice from your friend Jeff in the holiday season. Each and every one of you dumb fucks <laughs> that thought the stadium belonged in, not Kearney Mesa, what Mission is that? Mission Valley. That shithole. Mission Valley. I don't care how you do it, get a goddamn ride, go by donkey, I don't care. Take your tired act downtown and go and feel the energy in the Manchester Grand Hyatt. And then, if you're able to do it, which I don't think many of you are, but there's a few of you that I'm proud of, magnify that by 25 or even 50 if you're feeling silly because that's what the energy would have been had the stadium been built downtown. Like Dave and I told you every time, that's what the NFL wanted. They wanted that kind of energy. They wanted that kind of buzz, that kind of excitement. If the stadium could have been built downtown, this isn't about the financing. This is not a pro-Dean comment. I'm just saying, when all of you tried to pitch Mission Valley, it was proof that you didn't know what you were talking about. You're 100% right. 100%. The, NFL know, the NFL knew what they were doing. Right. Roger Goodell knew what they guys, wanted. They make a ton of money. They know what they're doing. They understand the entertainment business. It's the same reason why a hotel circle is not cool anymore. <laughs> right. You know, at yeah. one point, hotel circle was a place everybody went. Everybody went down there and jerked each other off yeah. when Andy Williams walked in the room. Well, guess what? <laughs> Andy Williams isn't walking through that door. Okay, and neither's Gene Littler. Those fucking days are over. It's a new media world. Not old media anymore. And oh that's a shit. But I swear, I used to say this about the Spanos family, but it applies to a lot of people. Arrogant and ignorant is not a good way to go through life. Yep. Just admit there is shit that you don't know, and you'll be fine. Just go, hey, you know what? I don't really, I have an opinion. It may not be an educated opinion, but if you're able to go down there and feel what that energy is, why I say magnify it is because you have MLB Network in town, which is amazing. Yep. And Sirius XM and a few others. But ESPN isn't here. If you had the Super Bowl here, you would have ESPN and NFL Network and Fox would be here and all the local stations and probably the L.A. stations and a whole lot more energy throughout the entire downtown. And the gas lamp would be flipping out in all of the areas and all of that money that would have come in via sales tax or TOT, hopefully would have been applied to good causes in San Diego. Again, I'll reemphasize, this is not a pro-Dean statement or anything about the financing of it. We were overmatched and we were dead in the water when dumb shits like Scott Sherman started pitching for Mission Valley. Yeah. Because the goddamn baseball winter meetings, like Dave just said, they're not taking place at the town and country or the handle Ruby, <laughs> whatever the fuck that thing's called. We're not there. Okay? Not hanging out over there at the old Union Tribune building. It's downtown. And it's looked amazing on TV all week. And again, 
You should go down there. You should feel it and go, oh, now I get why. It wasn't about Dave and Jeff. We endorsed it. It's what the NFL wanted. Exactly. Build it downtown. We'll come down all the time. We fucking love it. Dave and I were down there last night walking around. It's unbelievable how fun it is. Honestly, I don't think there's a better setup in the world no. than what would have been down there. Because just like the NFL said, you and I talked about this before. You fly in. You get to your hotel room. You right. never have to rent a car. Nope. All you have to do is walk to the convention center, walk to your hotel, walk to the gas lamp and eat. Yeah. And that's it. Then you get back and you get back to the airport and you fly out a week and a half later. Yeah, you're done. You hang out. It's perfect. There's not an, isn't Miami's not like that. Nope. New Orleans isn't even like that. None of them are San like Francisco. that. San Francisco. Atlanta's not like that. LA won't be like that. Nope. It would have been amazing. Would, would have been perfect. And when people realize, and same with the, the bosses of all those people who say, hey, let me see your expense report. It's not yeah. a shitload of fucking Ubers no. on there. No. It's funny, man. I travel... Uh, a little bit. There's others that travel a lot more than me, but I've been a few places this year in the last 12 months, Chicago, a couple of times, Toronto, a couple of times. I feel like there's a few others that were mixed in. And when we go to these places, David's exactly right. You fly in and then you have to Uber to the hotel. And then if you need to get to, for me, um, if I wanted to get to Wrigley, if I wanted to get to social bank arena, that's another Uber and yep. all that shit goes on your expense report you're right but it would have just looked amazing from a tv standpoint how beautiful it was so enough of the editorial i think we should all be incredibly excited that these baseball winter meetings are here because i listened to steve phillips this morning one of my favorite morning shows because ben higgins and john and mike want to talk aztecs this week and Jesus. i don't get it, it makes no fucking sense so as soon as they're going to try to tell me how exciting it is for the Aztecs to be ranked 25th, <laughs> uh, I'm gone. And I went to Steve Phillips and Jim Bowden, who did about a 15-minute commercial for San Diego. Great. And Steve Phillips said, last year the winter meetings were in Vegas. And in his opinion, it was really, really bad. Because he said, where we were from a media standpoint and where everything was going on, they were on opposite ends of the building, and you really couldn't get a vibe for it. He said, man, this hotel and this setup are so absolutely perfect for what Major League Baseball is doing because everything is going on immediately in front of us. And he said, it's amazing. Everywhere you turn, there's somebody that you want to talk to. And he goes, this is just great. Yeah. I wish we were here all the time. You're 100% right on that. When the All-Star game was here, remember what everybody said, they should have it here every year. Peter Gammons. This was a perfect setup. Jeff and I were, uh, right now, as Jeff and I are watching and you hear this, you're going to realize, uh, what the hell, I already knew that. But Garrett Cole just signed with the New York Yankees. Nine years, $324 million. Nine years, $324 million. Can you do that math, Dave? I can in a second. Yeah. <laughs> At, uh, what is that? About $36 million a year? I think that's it? That is the exactly $36 million a year. San Diego pays off again? $36 million a year. Yeah, $36 million a year well, for Garrett Cole. i tell you what, I thought it would be forty. I thought he would get to the forty mark. Well, the deal is where that impacts teams like San Diego and others around baseball is if Garrett Cole gets 36 tonight. Yeah. 
What's Chris Paddock looking at in five years? What's Mackenzie? Well, hopefully he's looking at a lot because that means he's great. Okay. What's then? You got Mackenzie Gore and Patino yeah, and, and Tatis. And, yeah, and Tatis, and then you're looking at. Uh, but even you're looking at the same problems the World Champion Nationals are looking at. Yeah. Where you go, Strasburg and Rendon and Turner and Soto, Scherzer. and you're going and Scherzer, of course. And you go, those are good problems to have if you have the World Series to go with it. But, okay, but even in today, and and San Diego hasn't been attached to these names, but what is Madison Bumgarner's number now, right? If, if, well, where do you put Bumgarner? I, I honestly, I don't look at Bumgarner as an A pitcher. I think Bumgarner is a, a B pitcher. God, he... He was a 500 pitcher last year with a shitload of innings on that body. But he's probably gonna get honestly dave i thought you had a shot to get him at maybe four and 60 right with the a month ago well what did what did uh just now what did cole get didn't cole hamels get 16 million a year 18 18 yeah, yeah he gets 18 he's gonna get he's gonna get 18 or 20 yeah yeah and a four deal four-year deal so now you're at 80 million i mean it's just uh it's crazy it's absolutely crazy but brian cashman came in Yep. Had a deal to make. We saw Aaron Boone last night. Yep. I'll say this. This is another really cool thing for San Diego. The Strasburg deal got done here. The Garrett Cole deal got done yeah. here. And when you think back to a year ago in Vegas, the needle didn't move with Bryce Harper. The needle didn't move with Manny Machado. Those deals drug way out. And now the feeling is that Scott Boris may as well be the commissioner of baseball. Oh, yeah. Because now he'll go and... Get Radon done by the end of the week. Yeah, with the Dodgers. Well, yeah, could be. Or the Angels. The Angels just cleared a lot of money tonight yeah. to try and get Rendon, they said. Man. But if you're Billy Epler, you lost both of the pitchers yeah. that you went out to get, including the hometown guy in Garrett Cole. Yeah, I was told today that the Angels, Artie Moreno wasn't going to stop. That he was, it was up to him how much money he was going to spend. But everything is... Let's get this for Mike Trout and for Otani and everyone else. This is the time. And then at the, then I also heard that for the Yankees that they were going to go after Cole Heavy, but at the end it was going to come down to Steinbrenner. Would he uh, okay it? It's not like yeah. his old man. His old man would okay anything, that it was going to be different. And once a deal could be in place, you got to go back to Hal and say, what are you going to do, Hal? But Hal obviously said, go ahead and let, let's get this deal done. Wow. How do you think Garrett Cole does in New York for the Yankees? You know, it's very interesting about Garrett Cole. You know, he was drafted by the Yankees uh -huh. at a high school and yeah. then turned it down to go to UCLA, became the number one overall pick by the Pirates. Yep. And you look at the Pirates when they shipped him to the Astros, and we saw Garrett Cole for years with the Pirates, and we're like, hey, he's a B-plus pitcher. Yeah, solid. Now, now he's but, probably yeah. right there. You could say he's probably the best pitcher in baseball right now. And you go... The guy is absolutely outstanding. He has a lot of innings left in that arm. And for the Yankees, that probably should be the move that puts him over the top. You just don't know how everything plays out. It's baseball for a reason. Well, again, I can't tell you what Rocky Long said or Brian Dutcher or any of the other Aztec coverage from the last two days. <laughs> but I can tell you what I thought was a very interesting point that Steve Phillips made in regards to that deal. He said the best deal for Garrett Cole or the best year for the team signing him Tonight, it'll be the Yankees. We'll be 2020. And then every year, if things fall like they more often than not do in baseball, 2021, yeah. he'll be maybe not as good. And 2022, maybe not as good. God dang. 
unbelievable. Good for the player. Good for the player. Bad for uh, bad for teams like the like the Astros, who all of a sudden became that team that said, hey, "You know what? We might make an attempt to try and re-sign him today," and couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. So it's uh, it's always good, I think, in in baseball when you have a team, whether it's it's the Yankees, it's the Red Sox, it, it's a big market, Dodgers, Cubs. Yeah, where you go, that that's a big market with a big time star. The Yankees are always what I always think in my mind are the teams that do this, even though the Yankees. Outside of, I guess, John Carlos Stanton, which they traded for a big contract, they haven't uh-huh. gone crazy no. like they used to. The Dodgers haven't done it in over five nope. years. People always think they spend a ton of money, but they haven't gone and done that this kind of move. This is the good old-fashioned Yankee signing right yeah, here. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And, God, how about the... <laughs> that is that is that is something else. I mean, it is, it's amazing. Strasburg, $35 million a year, 36 for Cole. And then some of the other money that we're looking at right now on the screen with Granky thirty four, Verlander thirty three, Price thirty one, and Kershaw thirty one. Huge. Yeah. Scott Boris, man, he really is. Is it ten percent of every contract? I think it's four. Four. I mean, he may yeah. he may be better. I mean, look how much money this motherfucker made this week. Yeah. <laughs> he made in Dave. What he's made in twenty what thirty six hours? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, amazing. But I love the fact that these deals got done in San Diego, and I've loved. Um, all kidding aside, I've loved being able to tune in and hear whether it was Matt Vaskersian, Coach had Joe Torre on, um, Jay yeah. Stingler's been on a couple of different ones. Uh, just some really good baseball talk this week from both stations. Yeah. Uh, really, really fun. You know, as, as you and I, I was going to say this right before this thing came across the screen. I mean, Jeff and I were there last night, and we're yeah. sitting there, we're walking around, and you're seeing a ton of people that you either see from television or you're seeing baseball players or, or general managers mm-hmm. walking around. From the time you and I decided, hey, let's leave, let's go, it's getting late. Yeah. We passed Aaron Boone, David Ross, Mike Rizzo. Tony LaRussa. Tony LaRussa. I mean, with, with yeah. no joke, this is within a three-minute span. Yeah, everybody's and here. And it, it was awesome. If you love baseball, it is really a cool thing to have here in your hometown. Well, and I think kudos and credit have to go to Pete Seidler and Ron Fowler, who brought it back. It's crazy to think it's been five years yeah. since it was here. But San Diego's back in the rotation. And I, I look, I don't know what – it's not like the Super Bowl. I don't know what determines this. But looking at everybody last night and just – insanely sunday it was a little wet but monday and tuesday the weather down there has been great and everybody can dave as we started with you can walk anywhere you want to go the convention center is ideal um, they've had some things going on at the bayfront hilton which is another amazing hotel but san diego is back in the rotation for the winter meetings with nashville and vegas and a handful of other cities but yeah and and Great job by Padres ownership to lock San Diego in. And now it feels like, okay, a couple under the belt. This is definitely one that's going to be remembered. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's a no-brainer that we should have this here every couple of years. One of the things I wanted to, to bring up actually tonight with you is you look at the signings the last two days, meaning Strasburg and, and Cole, and yep. how it was different last year. And a couple of reasons I want to ask you about the fan point of it and something Jason Stark wrote. But the big thing is Christmas is a couple of weeks away. Yeah. So, look, if you're a Yankee fan, 
hey, man, wow. let's go out and get that 45 Yankee Cold jersey. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you sit there. I mean, there's a reason you go out and you – it's made by Nike now. There's a reason. You know, all these Tatis jerseys will yeah. be sold. Obviously, you get people excited. If you're Major League Baseball, this is what you need when the NFL season's so big and, and what, what am I getting for Christmas? And, and you get involved. I mean – Give the Yankees a chance to make some money back on going and writing a huge fucking check. It is incredible. And really, we're only halfway through it. I mean, it ends pretty early on Thursday. But it's not February. It's not when Machado signed right. is what I'm saying. It's before right. Christmas. Yeah. They did a they did a great job uh, by getting it moving. And so they're, they're keeping everything going. And I think more things will happen tomorrow. I love the athletic. Uh, yeah. I was talking to Dave last night. We were walking around, and Jason Stark, who is really, really great and such a baseball fan and just all-around very cool person, had 11 ideas that they should bring to the winter meetings that baseball should consider doing. The first one, he said, uh, is have the Rule 5 draft, which always takes place on Thursday, kind of at the end. Um, he said they should kick off. With that on Monday. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly endorse that, Dave. Have the Rule 5 draft Monday and go crazy. Uh, the other thing that he talked about was for the international players, a guy like Shohei Otani, bring it to the winter meetings and have a silent auction and see who bids the highest for these players. Otani was, of course, the, the biggest name that we knew. But there's other people that come over from the international market that yeah. there's bidding on. And Jason Stark suggested having that take place at the winter meetings. The other thing that he said was uh, put in a trade deadline that by Thursday at 1 o'clock, if you don't make trades by that day in San Diego, then you're frozen until start of spring training. Love it. How crazy would that have yeah. been? Uh, he also suggested giving people a break on the luxury tax. Can you imagine the Yankees would be tonight? They'd be like, yes, sir. Yes. If you got a 25% break on the luxury tax, how many more deals would get through? And five other ideas that I don't remember off the top of my head, but just incredibly really cool things that would uh, keep fan interest rolling uh, for the game of baseball. But again... When they look back at the winter meetings, what are going on right now, man, incredibly, San Diego looks great. The Hyatt had everything rolling. People were raving about it last night. And then to have the deal for Garrett Cole and to have the deal for Strasburg go down, really, really cool. Absolutely. No, Very really, memorable. I couldn't agree more. So Cole will probably be in town, I'm guessing, tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. if, if he, unless, He's not already unless, here. Yeah, unless Boris does it like because Strasburg didn't want to do it. You know, Remember, he yeah. didn't want to sit there and talk. But uh, pretty cool. You're going to have him probably in town. And, and as we say, ends tomorrow. So the talk Thursday. is Thursday. So you talk about Rendon. Can they get something done? All of a sudden, you're, as we're looking at the screen and trying to follow things on uh, the Internet, it looks like the Rendon market's expanding fast. That uh -huh. all of a sudden, it's not just the Dodgers, the Rangers, the Angels, that there are other teams that are trying to jump in and, and get involved in this. Yeah, who else will be a player for that to go and get him? Uh, one other thing that I want to talk about, tonight looking at Garrett Cole and looking at that Houston Astros hat on him uh they need to get a better graphics program he no kid would have a Let's mini go. Yankee hat already Please. AJ Hinch met the media today yeah and I listened to the start very confident guy very smart guy sounded incredibly nervous 
meeting the media today and talked about the fact that the investigation in the baseball's investigation into the sign stealing uh, also what happened with the assistant GM yelling at the female reporters a lot of layers to the onion that baseball is investigating but what was said tonight on MLB radio is that the feeling is that this thing Jim Duquette and Jim Bowden guessed that it will probably wrap up sometime in January, that they didn't want to do anything here to overshadow the whole meetings. Yeah. But I thought what these guys were saying tonight, Dave, was unbelievable, which is there is a lot of ownership groups, nobody's specific mentioned, but a lot of ownership groups that want blood from the Astros. And Bowden talked about the fact that they want people fired. A.J. Hinch has to be fired. He has to be kicked out of the game. I hope he's kicked out of the game. 100%. That guy needs to be kicked out of the game. What a fucking snake in the grass. Right? Dude, you got to. I mean, this is one of those things in sports and especially in baseball with their history. Yeah. That when the outcome of a game is predetermined, that's where the sport falls apart. We all know it from the Black Sox scandal. We know it from Pete Rose. And this right here has affected all the way to the World Series. And people are out for blood. As a baseball fan, I think it's horseshit. And yeah. it has nothing to do with that the Dodgers were in it. Just I'm telling you, as a guy who spends a lot of fucking time watching three games a day, I love baseball. Yeah. But if you're telling me there's one team that has a distinct advantage through cheating, it's night and day. It's not stealing signs. It's telling you what's happening, what pitch is coming. He's got to go, Dave. He's got to go. Guys the GM go. has to go. GM has to go. And I'm telling you, it's very interesting that Alex Cora won it the next year with the Red Sox. That Carlos Beltran got hired by the Mets. What happened to those guys? Well, they were in that dugout when that shit happened. Yeah, baseball is going to have to figure it out. But what was interesting for me was that Brian Cashman and the Yankees want the Astros hammered on this deal. And as Bowden pointed out, as Steve Phillips pointed out, this impacted a lot of lives, impacted a lot of franchises, impacted careers, and guys were done it. And do you hit them with draft choices? Do you freeze their international money? I don't know. All I'm telling you is I look at that. I don't know what role the GM played in it, but he had a no. But A.J. Hinch is the guy in charge in the dugout. And to me, I lose all respect for that guy. Yeah. Immediately. Me too. I lose all respect for that guy. That's a fucking snake. And to me, you beat straight up. I mean, this this reminds me, uh, it's kind of a wild analogy, but maybe we all remember, uh, those of us that are fight fans and been around the block a few times, there was an incredible fight back in 83 when Roberto Duran knocked out Davey Moore. Knocked him out of Madison Square Garden, insane it was a return yeah. of hands of stone Roberto Duran after the embarrassment of what had happened in New Orleans with the No Moss fight. Duran comes in, much older, knocks out a younger Davey Moore in New York City, and the garden goes crazy. On the undercard of that fight was a fight between Irish Billy Collins and Louis Resto, and Louis Resto took the fucking pad out of his glove and basically hit uh, Irish Billy Collins with a bare fist. Yeah. And ultimately it ended uh, Collins' career and shortly after that his life kind of spiraled out of control and he passed away at an incredibly young age. That was another situation with Panama Lewis and Louis Resto where they blatantly cheated and it impacted a guy's career. Yeah. That to me, 
I look at that and go, what A.J. Hinch does is the baseball version of Louis Resto. You have a fucking guy sitting on the steps with a computer and you're doing that? You're a baseball guy and you think this is good? You think banging that fucking thing is, is within the rules? What a fucking dick. Fuck that guy. If that turns out, having been married to an attorney for a yeah. long time, I get it. Everybody's innocent till proven guilty. Fine. Those videos, I don't know how you get away from those videos. Well, now they're even saying as far as the earpieces and the batter's ears. You what? know, yeah, for, for gone that one as far as they were, they were talking communication through the earpieces of what was happening through the camera in center field telling the batter directly what pitch is coming. Bobby Valentine's like, I put a fake mustache on. <laughs> please, please. You know, the, I saw something today. I think it might have been on MLB. Um, I hate when I can't give credit where it's due, but it was how many pitchers were either sent down to the minors or released after facing the Astros. How many guys lost their jobs because of a poor performance against the Astros? You need to drop the hammer on that. Gone. Fired out of the game. Period. Period. When he steps to uh, the podium, though, or in front of the media today, I only heard the audio. I couldn't see his face. Well, he looked miserable. Right. Number one. Two is he wasn't going to answer any questions, but he he has to go out there. And I wanted guys to continue just to drill him over and they over did, again. They did, right? For about four minutes, it was, it was I kind, heard. Yeah, but you know what? The, the deal is you almost want to get to the point where just push the push the mic away and walk away. If you yeah. can't take Cry. it. Because we all want to know. Dave Roberts is right there watching you, and he yeah. wants to know what the fuck's going on. You yeah. know? Cashman's really upset. A lot of Yankee fans across the yeah, country where's Joe Girardi? are really upset. Joe Girardi should have fucking. Or Aaron Boone. Him. Actually, it should have been. It's Aaron Boone, right? The last couple of years. Wouldn't have been well, Girardi. No, it was Girardi in 2017. Oh, Girardi in 17, but but didn't they beat the Yankees in 18, too? And so, and and they got the Yankees in 18. I tell you what, (laughs) it's such such bullshit. I'm not saying, it would be ridiculous, by the way, to give the trophy to someone else, but I'd like to see them take it away. They should. Just like in 94, when there's no World Series winner, I'd like to see them take it away. That's a tainted win, man. I mean, I'm sorry, NCAA took shit away from USC for Reggie Bush. Sure did. We've seen Heisman trophies taken away all the time. National championships yep. taken away. Yep. Right? For guys taking money. Happens all the time. This is openly, and you could say whatever, what did Pete Carroll know or not know? I don't have any idea. This is a team openly cheating to beat an opponent using technology and all this other shit. And it's not the bullshit of, hey, if you ain't cheating, you're not trying. No. There's different things. If you're on second base and guys yeah, are trying to... signs. you got to do a better job hiding your signs. Got it. It would be different if the other team over there had the same technology you right. had. If you're tipping your pitches, hey, man, that's part of the game. Yep. Be better. But these guys, absolutely, Dave, there's no excuse for what they did. No, terrible for the game. Terrible. And in a time right now when baseball is looking for a chance to kind of really step up and do the right thing... God, this would be huge. I'd throw those fuckers right out of the game. Out. Yeah. See you later. Have fun, dumb shit. <laughs> I can be... I, you know what? I'll tell you the other thing, too. Yeah. We always joke like, hey, you're going to have a great time working at Dixie Line Lumber. That's not even fair to the guys at Dixie Line. <laughs> They're stand-up guys. Would Darren let Hinch answer the phones? He hasn't hired anyone to replace Jordan. Oh, boy. I don't know. What's he saying? He's got. He was there. Darren was there. He watched it. Darren was there in person. Marty was there. That has to be uncomfortable. I mean, here's the deal. It's not Darren's fault. Fucking AJ is a cheat. 
But well, man, you, you hang your hat with them. As I said when it came out, I go right now. Darren is Aaron Rodgers, and that's Ryan Braun. He hung his hat with this guy, basically. Man, Bowden said it tonight, and he said, "You know, the hard thing is." He goes, "We've covered that team the last couple of years," and he said they are such a great team to be around. He goes, "This is really, really hard for a lot of people in baseball that really, really like AJ Hinch. They like Jim Crane, the owner." Jeff Luau, the the uh, GM, he said all of these guys, man. He said they are really great, but he said ultimately they're not bigger than the game, and you can't act that way, and you have to go. So they're all, look, I I think Clear Channel has to fire Darren too. I think they have to fire Darren. I think Darren was at home on his couch. Clinking wine glasses together. They, I don't think they've been clear channel in 10 years and you call them clear channel. Well, they fire. need to fire him and they need to get. Jay Core has to get rid of Jay him. Jay Core, Gannett. <laughs> need to fire Darren. And look, I'll tell you what. You immediately put Lee Hamilton into that spot tomorrow. And nobody blinks an eye. Who else? Is Matty Gilbranson, Craig Elston available? Let's go, boys. Fire it up. Plug those earbuds in. We got a show to do. <laughs> Train keeps moving. And Darren and AJ can be like a couple of hobos with a knapsack. Yeah. Trying to catch that freight train that blows its whistle every night. The gas lamp core. They could ride that to Nowhereville. <laughs> Out you go, shithead. Take your cheating buddy with you. You guys sit in there and eat pork and beans. You fuckers. Yeah, I'd fire him too. <laughs> You know what sucks though, like, uh, and I haven't, I haven't asked him about it. I love the Nowhereville. Yeah, that's where they're going. Oh my gosh! It's like your career when you sign up to work at that place. <laughs> he, he's ridden that train for about four months. Every time you walk in that building, there should be a huge sign: "Welcome to Nowhereville." Oh, fuck, that's fine. Your your career ends here. <laughs> and so's your smile. Uh, you know what's funny? That's the kind of shit that would have happened to us. Oh, yeah. No shit. hundred percent. Were you oh, like, yeah. dude, I am flying to Houston. Yeah. My buddy's the manager. I'm complaining. The I don't know. I got to fly out. I'm going to the World yeah. Series. Fuck. My buddy's uh, trying to win the championship. Uh, I might not do it. It's supposed to rain. Fuck. Uh, got uh, plantar fasciitis. <laughs> do I have to walk to the airport? Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you this. Sorry, you got rich people problems. Well, Jesus, he's got problems. Down. Let's not get excited. Calm down. All I know Jesus, is dude. that we hooked ourselves, well, I did, not you, to Boach. Yeah. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He didn't cheat anybody. Darren's huh. probably the fucking guy that was banging that trash can. <laughs> That's how he got in. He <laughs> made me nervous. He said he was banging. I'm like, all right, what's the coming up? trash out? can. Got it. God, what is the matter with you? There are people you can see and talk to that will help you out of your dilemma. You need some real help, buddy. Well, Bo look, Boach obviously wasn't cheating. The guy retired with a losing record. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but God dang, can you imagine that? Ah, this is so amazing. I'm sorry, what? Who's cheating? My guy? Oh, God. What? Marty, erase the tapes. Wee-wee. <laughs> you just got Marty in there with the magnet. 
Oh my god! Trying to get rid of all the old cassette tapes no of the shit. show. That's funny. They used to have those magnet strips. Remember yeah. that? I had to do that shit. You take job. the carts and throw them on the magnet and roll yeah. them through, like you're at the grocery like, store. Yeah, Marty's like uh, Ehrlichman, the Watergate tapes. <laughs> all you hear in October, Darren. Well, coming up at twelve thirty. I'm really excited to talk to him again. Look, I don't know what he's going to do in this situation. The <laughs> Brian Dutcher is coming up, and that's all you hear. No, that's uh, it. No. Holy shit, dude. That's uh, funny. Marty, so. what happened in the last 11 minutes of that tape? <laughs> we have reports that you may have had Astros manager, renowned cheater, and all-around bad guy, A.J. Hinch, on the show. Comment? Thoughts? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> They're just sitting in there with miners' lights on, sneaking in. No shit. To the Clear Channel building. Where the fuck are the tapes, Jim? Jim! <laughs> Let me tell you another thing, too, okay? <laughs> While I'm thinking about it. Yes. There's not another, there's not a nicer guy and a dumber fucking guy than Jim Russell. <laughs> What do you mean? That he chooses the wrong team constantly? Yeah. We go down there. You look at the 97-3 yeah. set. It's so nice. It's right off stage from MLB Network. It just looks nice. It presents well. Goddamn. <laughs> the extra set looks like Mickey Rourke working at the deli in The Wrestler. Just all beat the shit. <laughs> the only thing that fucking set was missing was Mickey's hairnet. <laughs> God, looked like a goddamn bar fly, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. If that set was a chick, she would have been working at Daryl's in Palm Desert. <laughs> I was just like, this is sad. Pathetic. And then every Poor picture, every picture they show, they've got that portrait. In the, who's the guy in the portrait? Yeah, well, that is weird. I have Who no fucking idea. I was like, is that Carl Karcher? <laughs> <laughs> from Carl's Jr.? Yeah. Like when you go in there, yeah. there's always that yeah. portrait of him. Yeah, they're all smiling in front of that portrait. I'm like, is that super fan? Yeah, that is funny as shit. Who are like, who's is David that Poway? Is that Jim Stone? David Poway. David! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Why are you wasting so much time on baseball? Why aren't you talking about the great Diana Nyan? <laughs> hey, do you guys have a chance to get me into that Barry Manilow concert? <laughs> Who the fuck's the promotions guy <laughs> at 97.3? I have no idea. Is that Herrera? Is, that that is he doing promotions now? The guy no. was brought in, I thought, as the PD. I'm like, way to know your audience. You're driving in. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Every day they do... Fan of the day or one silly fan, whatever they call it. Ben's got to read 19 fucking things that they're giving yeah. away, right? Passes to SeaWorld. Yeah. And then they're like, you're entered into the contest for two tickets to see Barry Manilow in Vegas. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> Looks like we made it. That's That's good shit, right? Everybody remembers that. From Winter Formal, it's a great song. Graduation. But you want you want to get on 
What am I getting on a plane and going, I'm not seeing fucking J-Lo? <laughs> no, you're seeing Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> if you, what? That, that's what you want Woods and Ben to promote. That's great. Lord of the Dance there, too? Do we yeah. have anything for that? You got Thunder Down Under? When, when the fuck do they They do it every day. Barry Manilow? How long have they given, given Mary, Barry Manilow tickets away? They fucking promote the shit out of it, those two fucking crazy kids. That's fucking good. Way to know your audience. Are they listening to Barry Manilow when they're playing Blackjack, Seven Mile Casino? Oh, uh, the whole way down. Whole way down. I mean, it's only I'd seven give you a hundred bucks right now. Uh huh. If we went drove to Woods' house, we picked him up and said, "Dude, you can't look at your phone, but you're going to drive us straight to Seven Mile Casino. If you make it there, Jeff gets a hundred bucks. If you can't make it there, you owe Dave a hundred bucks. You think he could get you there? Who? Um. So wait. We, I'm willing to say Woods has never fucking been. That's what I'm willing you to tell you. He said, "You uh, said he can smoke in there. He might. He might have uh, been in there a few times." I'm willing to bet. Do you think he goes to like Hamul Casino? That's no, I don't other... think he goes to any casino. That guy fucking sits at home, takes his shirt off, right, and he messes his, up his hair, messes up his hair, tells his wife he's working and watch the kid, and then he falls asleep when she turns her back. When she goes out to make money, yeah. <laughs> Yes. You know, what I miss about that guy is he used to play songs. He used to like when he played guitar. I, what happened to the fucking Stephen Bowe sports show? Fuck, Bo Woods is the man. Why is that show, Why? who canceled that show? Obviously, Steve. He did? Yes. Because his fragile ego, he realized Bo was better. <laughs> did you see that clip of Bo telling Hannah, fuck you, the other day? Yeah. Oh boy, I'm you know, you know he got that from his dad. I yeah, they were yeah. watching. Uh, he said it on the air. God damn, I texted him. I go, dude, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. They were watching uh, the town. Oh really? Yeah. And poor Hannah walks in, and goes, "What are you watching?" And Bo goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and that idiot laughed. I go, dude. God damn it. You guys are laughing. Even though, oh, dude, he played the clip a thousand times. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. That kid's amazing. That is too goddamn funny. Yeah, that kid, yeah, he's doing good. So, proud of him. Uh, let me ask you real quick. Last thing I want to ask you about uh, the baseball winter meetings. Was Big- Phil gone? Did Phil gone break this story tonight? <laughs> no, Phil didn't break this story tonight. When you look at the guys who, uh, who are left over, is there anyone in them that you go, hey, that guy should be a Padre? Or are you looking, the Padres moves are going to come through trades? Yeah, I think they're coming through trades. Have to come through trades, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they aren't going to go crazy. I mean, we all agree this money is kind of crazy. I mean, it is inflation. It's like this every year, but this money is 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 wild right now. You go, but, this this a little nuts. But I'll say this, LA Times Today article, how the Angels are in the market for a catcher. And they talked about Wilson Contreras. They talked about trying to swing a deal with the Cubs. They talked about Jason Castro, the free agent from the Twins, a couple other free agents available. And they reeled off three or four different names of guys that could be available. You know one name they never mentioned? Austin Hedges. Yeah. Which is exactly what Joe Madden wants. Is he said, we need a guy who can come up here and go 0 for 4 and be thrilled because he called a hell of a game. And Joe Madden, as a former catcher himself, said, I'm fine with that. I don't need a guy who can hit. And they reeled off 19 different goddamn guys 
and not one of them was named Austin Hedges. And by the way, neither uh, none of them were named Francisco Mejia either. <laughs> but look, I think the problem is where Preller's got to be is Dave, if I'm Jed Hoyer and Theo, and you're calling me for Wilson Contreras, who hit 24 bombs last year, is a pretty decent defensive catcher. Dude, I'm not taking Mejia in that deal. I'm not. I'm not taking Mejia and Joey LaCasey. No. I want somebody good. I want somebody good from your farm system. And while maybe Preller has loosened the handcuffs a little bit and was willing to say goodbye to Xavier Edwards or uh, Urias. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We didn't even get the chance to even talk about that. We, didn't, we haven't spoken about the fam deal at all. I mean, it's happened yeah. since our last show. Uh, Lauer, any yeah. of these deals, dude, he's not like, hey, man, you want an impact starting catcher right now, 25 bombs, even with the juice baseball? Great. I'm going to need one. We just gave up Xavier Edwards to get Tommy Pham. I'm getting one of your top 10 guys. So here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to throw this at you. Mm -hmm. You're Theo. All right, I'm going to be Preller right now. I'm I'm calling you, and I said, Theo, I know Chris Bryant's on the block. Mm. I know you're looking Contreras possibly on the block as well. You're looking for a major shakeup in that clubhouse. You're looking to free up some money, uh, especially money down the road. What's it going to take to get both those guys to San Diego? Well, I think first, though, nothing's going to happen with Chris Bryant until they determine the grievance clause because – Am I getting Chris Bryant for one year or two years? Because that makes a huge impact yeah. on what I'm willing to give up. But look, man, for me, I think for those guys, hmm, the problem is, Dave, you don't have a lot of major league ready guys ready to go. I mean, Renfro was probably the guy, right? Nobody's going to make no. a move for Myers. Naylor's not going to move the needle on anybody. Oh, no one. Margot's, nobody wants Naylor. Nobody wants Naylor. Your best chance to get rid of Naylor is trading to Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Margot's not going to move the needle. Not at all. So, Hosmer? Yeah. Who else you got? Garcia? Well, well that's what I'm saying. So, if, if you're the Cubs and you're looking to free up money, you are yeah. looking at minor league guys. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, and Chris Bryant obviously is not going to play third, he, but he's, he's a guy that can play both corner positions in the outfield and plays first and everything else. Yeah. If uh, you get Chris Bryant, you get Contreras. Again, what do you what are you looking? What's in the minor league system that that I need to have back in return? Obviously, Theo's going to first ask for Mackenzie Gore. Uh -huh. You're going to say no. Then he's going to ask for Patino. He's gone in that deal. He's gone in that deal without a doubt. Yeah, yeah he's gone. And if you're Preller and people are freaking out right now, you got to go. I have one year to fucking prove myself. My job gotta... is on the line. This is strike three this year. I better get my shit together because. Ron's not going to put up with him anymore. Yeah, I got to get it together. And I'm not going to have Darren in the fucking dugout <laughs> with his Apple Watch banging on the trash can. Okay, we win the old we win the old fashioned way, you assholes. So now, can you imagine like, if it came out the Padres have been doing the same thing for years. And like we're still probably. losing. Like, fuck. Wait, I hit the trash can when breaking ball. Fuck. God damn. Mejia's just over there fucking hedges over. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> they haven't even put the sign down yet, Frankie. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that pretty boy. Bang, bang, bang. Great. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> they haven't put the sign down. <laughs> no way Jace Tingler puts up with that bullshit.
But that's the stupidest thing I've heard from these winter meetings. All of a sudden, it's like we goddamn hired uh, Newt Rockney to coach her, or Walter Alston apparently is the new manager of the of the goddamn Padres, right? Yeah. Joe Torre, Tony Larusa, all rolled into one. It's been a goddamn circle jerk down there anytime. <laughs> Dude, it has. Have you heard that? Yes. Six months, six weeks ago, nobody knew who the fuck he was, and everyone's laughing at it. And yeah. now all of a sudden... Hey, I'm really excited. Can I get I'm, a picture? I'm really excited to see what Jace is going to do yeah. with this team. Are you? Well, that makes one of us. Oh, shit. I toss and turn all night. I can't wait to see what Jace is going to do. Said nobody. <laughs> well, this fucking guy's down there. God damn. The goddamn Sparky Anderson came right out of the fucking grave and just plopped himself down in that tan Columbia pullover, and all of a sudden we're all excited. How tall do you think Jace is? Um, I looked this up. I was kind of surprised. He's six four. He's <laughs> six four. Six four. Big guy. Is it? Because he, if he he's looks six, a lot four, like John Carlos Stanton. Ben is the same size as Yao Ming and fucking Woods is Swin Nader. Really? Yes. Holy shit. That was crazy, dude, when I saw that picture. When they This guy's gonna them. Yeah, this guy's gonna come in here and demand respect. Like, it looks like he's riding one of the fucking horses at Del Mar. Uh, last time I saw him, he was on that video wanting to fight that guy in the bagel shop. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm like, that guy got so mad in that bagel shop. Oh shit. <laughs> Sorry everybody. That's Jay's team. God. Dude, just get everything bagel in an OJ and it'll be... Oh, sorry, everybody. My bad. Hit your chest. My bad. That's not the bagel guy. It's Jace. Yeah, I heard Jeff Passan and Darren and Woods. Mike doesn't know anything about baseball or he would have said something, but... Oh, I tell you. Hey, listen. Let's do this, all right? Let's just everybody give Jace Tingler a fair shake. Why? A.J. Preller uh, must have known something to bring him in here. A.J. Preller traded for Matt Kemp. <laughs> what he, does that and, tell you? Yeah, and he extended Will Myers. No, fuck, I like Preller fine, but let's stop acting like that guy invented the fucking game. Okay, kid? You got that big shot? Yeah. These fucking meatheads down. Oh, right. Exactly. Fucking coach down there in his suit. <laughs> like every time I see a picture of coach down there, I'm like, is did he have to read a eulogy? Somebody die down here today? How many suits do you think coach owns? 17. Do you think he owns 17? Yeah, I think it goes to that place in downtown LA and gets nine suits for <laughs> for ninety nine dollars. Yeah, seventy four bucks. <laughs> He's like an NBA coach with all those suits. Yeah, he's got them all. He's like a young Jim Lynham. Oh, my Heck, gosh. Uh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fucking town. Like, holy shit. If somebody says to you, I don't care if it's Jeff Passan and he's on ESP. Oh, hey, you know, we need to give Jace Tingler. Oh, why, Jeff? Why? You don't live here. Yeah. You haven't put up with 30 years worth of shit on this team. We done anything. We don't. Hey, if he goes out, and wins games, good for him. But uh, no, we don't need to give the guy a goddamn parade. So take that back right now, passing. 
Take it back. You know what was interesting was yesterday when we were in the hotel, Paston yeah. was live on TV. Yeah, that's cool. And you and I are standing to the right with Ken Rosenthal. Yeah. And Paston kept looking at Rosenthal because he was looking to see who he was talking to. Like, does this guy have a story? Did you notice he kept yeah. giving the look? Like, does this, guy yeah, does this guy fucking know something? I don't know. Then he realized, nah. He, he doesn't know shit. Boy, I, I swear, though, man, those guys that we're talking about, John Heyman, Jeff Passan, uh, Ken Rosenthal, um, they're really the guys. Nah, nah, those are really the three guys. Passan, Heyman, Rosenthal. God, they are so good at what they do, right? They are. They're absolutely out, outstanding with what they do. There's a fake Passan account on Twitter. That's what you were saying last night. Dude, people are it. losing their shit, dude. They are losing their mind. People are saying, I've turned you in last week. What are you still doing here? <laughs> people are going crazy. 633 million so far in the offseason for Scott Boras. 324 to Garrett Cole, 245 to Strasburg, 64 to Mike Mustakas, 633 million in the last couple of weeks. The one guy, honestly, if the guys left over, there are two guys I would like to see the Padres obviously sign because I've said Castellanos for a long time, but I don't know where you're going to play him now. I would like to see them get Ryu. I think Ryu yeah. in San Diego would, would be great. I mean, everyone seems to push him aside. But number go to, he, he, you know, I don't know. I mean, at the same time, he here's a guy that the Dodgers didn't kill with innings. But right. yet he almost won the Cy Young this year. The guy yeah. was a starter in the All-Star game. He's a lefty. The guy's obviously has played in big games. Not a bad guy to have on the team. Dodger players seem to love him. Yeah. It, it, to me, if you bring him here, and if you go out and spend the money for him, I'd much rather have him than have Keuchel. Keuchel hasn't been the same guy in a few years. I don't know what the number would be on Keuchel. Uh, Keuchel may be going, what did I hear? I think Keuchel's at least $20 million. Would you take Keuchel or Bumgarner? Um, again, I mean, it, uh, all things being equal, I'd take Bumgarner. Yeah, me too. Lefty, I'd, I'd lefty like to see the, attitude. I'd like to see the Angels grab him. I don't know if he comes to San Diego, but they, I'd like to see the Angels grab him. They kind of talked about Bumgarner and Ryu. Uh, maybe Ryu and Keuchel to the Angels tonight. That'd be interesting. But, well, yeah, unless you're Billy Epler. When your owner told you, go get me one or both. Yeah. Uh, now, if you get if the Angels are able to get Rendon, then maybe that saves a little bit. But when your boss tells you you got an open checkbook, go get me a big fish, and you can't deliver, yeah. he he'll be he'll be on that same bus with Darren and uh, AJ AJ in the middle seat. <laughs> you know, so funny too is if you have MLB Network, we're just kind of keeping an eye on it while doing this. Like, there's grown men that are, like, 60 years old yeah. standing behind live shots waving on their cell phone. Like, Dude, it drives me nuts. In their khakis. Yeah. Nobody knows who the fuck you are except for the person you're talking to on the phone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That and the guy who works with you in the Schwab office. Keep walking, asshole. Keep walking. Keep walking, asshole. All yeah. right. All right, let's go. All right, I want to mention these guys, and then after this, I'm going to play uh, America's Favorite Game with you, and then I'll tell you about my experience with uh, the Laker game. Oh, uh, yeah. On, on, uh, on Sunday night. First, I want to mention our good friend Brian Curry. Again, Brian Curry, the number one real estate guy for us here in San Diego. More than 20 years in the business. He's won a lot of awards. He's really good. Look, he knows San Diego County better than anybody. He's going to go always look out for his clients. He's going to make sure the deal you make is the best deal possible. Talk to Brian. Ask Brian what's going on in the market today. At the same time, is this the right time to upside, upsize to downsize? Which way are you going? Brian's number, 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I love BC. 
such a stand-up guy, and he knows all the areas to go in San Diego. Because he has access to the helicopter. <laughs> Jeff, we're going in. Roger, over. Where are we going, BC? Over. None of that IB bullshit. Over, Roger. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude flew helicopters. The badass dude, right? That's a really badass. Like, think of these dickheads that we talk to. What's Woods' claim to fame? That he had a Weezer t-shirt? <laughs> Never listen to Weezer. I'm a Stones guy. Over. Roger. If Woods was flying the helicopter, you'd do it the shirt off. He'd do it. And he'd be like, what the hell's my pilot have his shirt off for? Yeah. Being there listening to Blink-182. Steve, we're not taking you to Amoeba Records. Over. Yeah, that's the thing I love about Brian Curry. He knows all the areas where you want to go. Fuck you, Poway. God, I, you know what, Poway? Get over yourself. I've seen more people. Oh, you know, this is really frustrating. I had to boil my water, and I'm concerned. It's dirty. My dog keeps barking. Holy shit. Should have moved to Ramona like everybody told you. None of those problems would have happened. Absolutely. I, I just laugh and laugh and laugh. IB, I don't know what you're laughing at. I saw your city council the other day talking about, uh, yeah, we could use some more money to get rid of the Tijuana sewage. Yeah, good fucking luck. You got a better chance of getting rid of the donkey show in Tijuana before getting rid of the sewage. Neither one's happening. That's why when you go out searching with my man Brian Curry, he's not going to waste your time taking you down there. He's going to take you to nice places like Logan Heights. So do yourself a favor. Well, compared to Poway and IB, you don't think Logan Heights and Lincoln Park? Right now, you're right. I have no, a goddamn dream. no disagreement. Be a goddamn dream. El Cajon, El Centro will take them all. Uh, but Brian may not. So he'll take you, find the right house for you, right house for your family, right house for your budget. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Hand out. Over. Dan Williams is your guy for all your financial needs. Dan's the guy that you need to talk to. Look, it's December. New Year starts in just a few weeks. Right now, the smartest call you can make is called Dan. Where are your finances at? Do you have enough money to live on? Are you going on vacation every single year? Are you buying the cars that you need to buy? Do you have the money to live for the rest of your life? Dan can answer all those questions. He's the financial guy you need to talk to. Having lunch with uh, Dan on Thursday. No way. Looking forward to seeing Dan. Nice. And guess what? Since he's the financial guy, he'll be paying. 858-688-6813. Man, I tell you what. I've been bragging, getting all my bills paid, and then December came. I've been kicked right square in my oversized balls about 19 times in <laughs> the last Canada 10 days. always fucks you over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> when did it become a law that you got to buy your kids Christmas presents? That's breaking news. <laughs> Then Sunday, me, Costa, Rosie, head oh, yeah. to Oakland That's right. for the Raider game, final Raider game. So no show Sunday night will be in Oakland. God damn, my insurance had to be paid. Half a fucking dozen other things had to be paid. Then you go, well, I'm glad I was all square in November because I'm right fucked up again in <laughs> December. And that's why knowing Dan is so important because... I'm lucky. The bills that I have right now are piled up, but within a short period of time, I'll be right back down at a zero balance. I just don't like owing money. Yeah. But the one thing that right now I don't have to worry about is a mortgage payment. And I would think that there are a lot of you that, like me, 
have to buy Christmas presents right now. Maybe you had insurance come due. Maybe you have family coming to town that you need to help. Oh, shit, it's my mom's birthday. Taking her out on Saturday for her birthday. And you go, ding, 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 ding. How do you manage it all while still, most importantly, making that mortgage payment so your family has a place to sleep? There's two books for you. Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. Dan wrote it. It's unbelievably good. I love it. And the other one, How to Get a Home with No Money Down. That is for those of you in the military. There are so many amazing programs that Dan knows that can help you the way you helped your country. Go to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. 858-688-6813 is the number to call. And do what we did. Do what Dave did. Do what I did. And get that financial clarity so that, yeah, even in days like this when money comes up, you're going to know, oh, yeah, it's a little crowded right now, but in a couple of weeks, we'll be right back where we want to be. Absolutely. Kyle Fluger's your guy for the perfect website. Kyle is a guy that's helped so many people out. He's done a great job with us as well. Don't forget the DaveAndJeffShow.com. Also, Jake'sProjects.org. Right now, if you sign up with Kyle, 25% of all the proceeds to, to your, your job will go to the charity of jakesprojects.org. And can't thank Kyle enough. That's really cool this holiday season. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I can't thank him enough. And he's done amazing work. It was cool last night at walking around the winter meetings. Uh, Drew Goodman was there. Now, that name may not be familiar, but for any of you that have spent some time in Denver and Colorado, Drew is the play-by-play voice for the Colorado Rockies. And Drew Goodman... And Dave Logan, the voice of the Broncos, both doing podcasts for the Denver sports fans, hosted by our pal Julie Brownman, and really the website, which looks unbelievable, put together by Kyle Fluger. Yeah. And just so excited for all of those guys. But Dave, you're right. At this time of year, when uh, so many things are going on with Jake's projects, to have Kyle do what he did for our little charity it meant a lot to us it speaks volumes about who he is as a guy absolutely and finally look with uh christmas just around the corner what's the perfect christmas gift without a doubt it's a brand new pool yep brand new pool from taylor may pools 619-449-4452 think about it discuss it how great would it be for the family to have that brand new pool ready to go alan taylor's been doing this for more than 20 years again 619-449-4452 Five two, and uh, we will just say that we are thinking of Alan and Amy and Gavin tonight. Yep, uh, more so than any other night, and uh, always thinking good thoughts about our friends, but especially tonight. All of those people are family to us, and uh, uh, we live by the rule here: friends are family, and these guys are especially family. Man, I, Dave, we walked around last night. We were looking at the beautiful Manchester Grand Hyatt. And you look at their pool in the back, you go, okay, that's how you do it. And that's the way you should feel as well with the pool in your backyard. Go to that website that Kyle built, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Take a look on the sponsor page and see what Alan and his guys can do. But Dave, I I couldn't echo more what you just said. Uh, We love that family very, very much. And our thoughts and prayers are with all of them. Absolutely. All right. So uh, the other night, I had a chance to go up and see our good friend Alan Horton. Yeah, I didn't okay. like that you guys sent me a picture. I was excited to see it, and the picture said, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't find that nice at all on a Sunday, God's Day of Rest. God's Day of Rest. I have, I have the card. I, I, God dang it. I forgot to put it on right in front of you on your desk right now. 
But uh, Alan sent you a card, and it has Laker basketball. Okay. And right in the middle of the broadcast, he rips it up, and he starts writing, and he hands it to me, and it says, To Jeff, go fuck yourself, Alan Horton. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> That's a bullshit move. He is so... Uh, I got to tell you, I was shocked. Jeff has done this before. He's gone and worked with Alan before. Yeah, Clipper and Lakers. I've games. never gone with them one time. I thought you did it. No, uh, Josh went last year in my place. It was right after uh, Jake passed, and I thought it would be great for Josh to go. So he went in my place. But I've never gone and worked with Alan side by side. And I'm telling you... fun? It, it was a blast because we know how hard he has his work to yeah. get there. He told us it was always his dream. But I'm not saying it just because he's our friend. He's the best I've ever fucking heard when it comes to doing this. He's doing the job of three people. He's doing all the engineering. Yep. He's playing all the all the highlights. He's he does in game stuff. Like he'll say, you know, Carl Anthony Towns says when he faces Anthony Davis, he brings a different aspect to the game, and he plays the clip in the middle of the broadcast all as yeah. he's talking. It's it's, it's fucking great. The, it, it was so fun to watch our friend do it. He loves to do, but man, he he was outstanding with no color commentator having to go the whole time. I said, "What happens if you use the bathroom?" He goes, yeah. he goes "You don't go. You, you just don't, don't go. go. You hang out." Yeah, he. Uh, it's fun for me because that's the NBA team that I follow. Yeah, how so crazy to is him. that too? And the other thing that was cool, which when you have XM, usually you get the home feed. Yeah, and for whatever reason, on Sunday night. They were carrying the Wolves feed. So I was able to hear him calling that game knowing you were there. And it was great. And, yeah, that to me, look, we have Glenn Geffner has been a buddy of ours for, shit, 24 years. Al's right about that same time frame. Geff does a great job on the Marlins games. But, you know, Mud and Don Orsillo and Ted and Jesse – but I think it's a little different for us with Glenn doing Marlins. Yeah, with Glenn and Allen are different for also because we know they listen to every one of these shows. Well, that so means I think a it's lot. cool that they travel a lot and they take time to listen to this. But we all, I feel like we all kind of we all kind of cut our teeth together. Yeah, we all kind of came in at that same time. We're all under that same umbrella, and it's just for me, it's an absolute blast. I, I, it's the one thing I, I tell my kids a lot is you say, you know, you had a pretty good place in your life when you're more excited for good things that happen to your friends or family than you are for yourself. Yeah. And obviously we all get excited when good things happen. But just the other night, listening to that idiot, uh, who was he talking about? The referee. There's a referee in the game. And let's just say the referee is Al Smith. I think it was Scott Foster. Was it Foster? Am I right yes. on that one? Okay. Oh, and now it's the Scott Foster show. Well, that's fine. I thought everybody came out to see Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but apparently not on a Sunday night in L.A. Everybody's here to see Scott Foster. And then he's always like, that's great. (laughs) I told you, the funniest shit ever last year was the guy from the Clippers, Mike Scott. Yeah. And there's Mike Scott's huge. It's all tattooed out. And there's a ball that's... Throwing off the court, Mike Scott on the bench, and the ball hits him in the chest. That idiot Horton goes, a pass goes out of bounds, hits Scott in the chest. Good. <laughs> I'm like, good. <laughs> I'm like that guy's gonna run up here and beat me up, and then beat you up. <laughs> but, oh uh, yeah, and it's just yeah, he's a complete maniac. Yes. 
but he's so good. Yeah, right in the middle of the broadcast, I'm sitting and I'm trying to keep track of runs. He's basically okay. saying, just come I up and watch ask the you game. That. Yeah, go ahead. Because that's it. I, I just go up to watch the game, and then every yeah. now and then I kind of fake like I can find. I'm doing the Clipper games for him. You'll do yeah. the other Laker game. I, Dave, I'm a casual NBA fan. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you, if we're doing baseball, right? I'm, I, I'd be like, oh, okay. How many first pitch fastballs does he throw in? How many, uh, yeah. Right. Ground ball outs does he have? All that kind of shit. I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. None. So this is what I would do. Let's say the Lakers scored, I'd go L2. Yeah. And then I just go straight down vertical. Right. Minnesota scores M2, M4, M6. Oh, I and like then, that. And I just go straight through. And then there's a run. There are going to be like seven of them during the game at some yeah. point. And then I'll just write on a piece of paper, Minnesota 11 2 run. Did he throw the note back run. at you? Yeah, every time. He throws it at me. Yeah. And, then, and every time he got team stats, he has a goddamn computer in front of him. Right. Has he has everything. And he hands them to me. And I'm like, and then I fold them in and put them in front of me. He's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing with all these papers? I'm like, well, you keep giving them to me. What do you want me to yeah. do with them? I, I write notes on them. Yeah. It's great. I did stats. What's really funny is the first thing I ever did, I did stats for indoor soccer. For uh, soccers. Yeah. But that was like doing hockey. It's the same thing. It's a power play. How you doing on the power play, yeah. right? How many assists? How many shots on goal? The whole thing. I just fucked around. It was great. <laughs> and then uh, I did stats for diamond vision yeah but that's football yeah like all you're doing is just keeping track of yardage right whoever the the backs were at that time or dan mcguire yeah. playing quarterback that's easy enough to do you just got a big stat sheet you're filling that in um i don't even know like everybody baseball does their own they're just keeping score but then you go to nba i volunteer to do it all the time yeah. and he knows it oh he's just, fine he doesn't need us at all he doesn't no. need us at all we're we're, we're, we're sitting there we're going through it and uh, I like it though. It's fun, oh, dude. I, I, had a, I had Stu Lance on my left, who was really? cool as shit. We had dinner with so Stu. Great. Stu used to come on the show all the time. Stu lives in San Diego. Yeah, Claremont. Stu Le twenty two. I think he's. Uh, I think he lives in Mission Beach now. Is, is, is God that... even a further drive? Yeah, and he he still does the drive back and forth all the time. And Stu was cool as hell and saying, you know, Alan used to call you to come on our show, and yeah. now he's the voice of the wolves. And the look on his face was like. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, it's great. Like Stu's like, I know Alan, but didn't know Alan's journey to get to where he was. But we're, I'm sitting there and I'm trying What's to keep track of his fucking problem. Hiding that part of his story. I'll address that next time I see him. <laughs> as, as I'm doing these runs, all of a sudden I smell a banana. Someone's eating a banana. And I'm, I don't look up and I'm going, I'm like, what the fuck? Who's eating a banana? Yeah. And I look to my right and Alan is maybe two inches from my face. And he, he, like, he leaned over. I think he was waiting for me to say something about this fucking banana. And I look over, and he has, like, two bites left in it. He's like, you want a bite? Like, he, you know, he mouthed while he's doing the game. No, I don't want a fucking bite. Guy. I don't want a fucking bite, but it made me laugh. Like, are you just pull that shit out to see what my reaction yes. was going to be, you dipshit? 100%. It uh, is... Dude, yeah. He goes, I said to him, I go, how much time do you have to get out of here? Because he had to do a post-game show of 30 minutes. And he goes, well, we're going to Phoenix right after this. I said to him, how much time do you have? Will the bus wait for you? He goes, the bus waits for no one. <laughs> and uh, he goes, doesn't matter who you are, the bus doesn't wait. So we're talking, shooting the shit. And then he just says to me, hey, how far of a drive is it to Phoenix? And I go, dude, five hours. I got to get the fuck out of here. And he was gone. And that was it. He was out the door. But it was... Such a good time uh, seeing him. I, I really had a, had a great time. And not too many times I go out and go, I just had one of the best days of the year. That was one of the best days of the year. Well, the thing that is cool for me 
Is I I never did play by play, never thought yeah, of it. Me neither. And you realize how often you just go to a game and you're just kind of watching it. And these guys for for me, yeah. I wasn't watching it. I was in the car. He literally is telling me everything going on, and you watch it. And you go, God, I am five, ten seconds yeah. behind on anything. Even if for two or three minutes, you're like, God, how would I be doing this? Well, you're like, I'd be doing this terribly. <laughs> That would be the same way. Yeah, I'd be, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. That is funny. The only one I think I could do, I think I could do color commentating on baseball. I'd like to do baseball, but I couldn't do play-by-play of football or basketball. And again, I never thought or had that desire to do it. The closest I ever came, we almost had a deal with AFN. When I was working for uh, Clinch Gear, we almost had a deal with AFN and Bellator. And my man Aaron Creasy and Jeff Riley, Steve Quadros, and I were talking about doing shows where I would kind of be the play-by-play guy. But it was great because with Quadros, like no matter nobody could see the fight, yeah. right? I say you got hit with the right, you got knee in the chin. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that would have been kind of wild, but it would have been. That would have been really, really good because Quadros is such a buddy of mine. I know he would have bailed me out. Plus, we were really good friends. So that would have been kind of fun. But that was it. Never, God, sitting with, um, I did stats, or I did color one night with Ello. Oh, with the goals. Yeah. And and he is so good. Chris is so good as a hockey announcer. And the one thing that I was laughing is I sat down with him. I go, hey, look, I won't make the mistake of talking over a goal. Been around a little bit. First goal, me. He's ah! ah! a total asshole. Ella's dying laughing. He loved it. I was like, shit. The one thing I said I wasn't going to do. Such a dick. Did he have to tell you you did it or did he realize no, you I did it? No, I knew immediately okay. as soon as I did it. I was like, good idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he died laughing because I was so cocky about it. Well, I'll tell you one thing, okay? I could be like these other morons that sit here, Elston and these other shitheads. <laughs> I think I know the drill. First go, oh! Yelling like an asshole. That's it. All right, let's play the game. How old are they and how much are they worth? Ooh, I'm nervous. Let's go. December 10th, celebrity chef Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay is going to be 52 years old. 55. Really? Yeah, 55. How much is it worth? God. Restaurants, books, TV, the whole thing. $74 million. $30 million. God, he got fucked. (laughs) $30 million. Okay. All right, former L.A. King, Rob Blake. Rob Blake. Uh, let's say Rob Blake is 46 years old. 50. Is he really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. How much is Rob Blake worth? Uh, boy, you know, this is deceptive because he probably made, he played a long time in the league. I'm going to say Rob Blake's worth $41 million. $60 million. Oh. $60 million. All right, here we go. From the Cosby Show, Raven Simone. Raven Simone. Hmm, this is going to be another one where you go, this one's kind of wild. Uh, 37. 34. 34. Okay. How much is she worth? Nah, I'm going to say 14 million. 
55 million dollars. Is that right? Did yeah. she do one of those like Nickelodeon things or whatever? She does. Out? She has a couple of Nickelodeon things. One year Good on the view. Her. Yeah, 55 million dollars for One year her. on the view you throw in. Who the fuck knew that yeah. other than the me, you? The guy who watched it. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> and finally, this one's kind of sad cuz he's passed away, but it's Michael Clark Duncan from the Green Mile. Oh shit. He would have been today 62. Exactly right. 62 and he was worth 24 million. $18 million. Oh, man. But he died in uh, 2012. Well, then he's not worth yet. <laughs> well, it's a state, okay? It's a state. Um, we will be back. Let me do the math here. Tuesday night. We'll be back here Thursday night. Yes. We'll come back. It'll be the end of the winter meetings. Uh, we'll see if that train for Nowhere- Nowhereville has left yet <laughs> and who's all on it. Uh do us a favor, mention the show to a friend, all of them. Just tell them the free ones. Go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. All yeah. the shows are free right there. Check it all out. And then if they like it, we can always have them subscribe on Patreon. Thank you to all of you who do subscribe on Patreon. You're the backbone of the show. We appreciate you very much. And, uh, yeah, thanks to all the people that sponsor this show as well. Absolutely. Have a good night. So let-